So I, uh, was, uh, making a podcast episode. And I said to myself, I said, Daryl, man, we got to talk about love today, brother. We got to talk about some motherfucking love today, brother. Because I feel like that is something that needs to be talked about today. So today's episode, we're talking about some love. We're going to be going in deep, in depth, inside of love today. Relationship love. I'm talking about that kind of love where you be bumping the uglies. That kind of love that involves some of that explicit. So, you have any kids around, man, I suggest you listen to this with headphones. It's not a podcast, for at least for this episode, to share with your kids. Unless they're of age, and then by all means, give them this... Because this is valuable, valuable knowledge. <laughs> Welcome to Daryl Unleashed. So, love has been a topic that's been very trippy in my life. By far, one of the most trippiest things ever in my life. Um, it all started, oh my gosh, and I, I hate when people do that. Like, it all started in this stage, and it's like... Dude, if you if you keep on saying it all started back then, brother, and you're not you're not living in the now moment, you know, you don't have enough life experiences to be recalling shit. But I'm be real, it all started in school, man. You know, I just couldn't get the relationships that I wanted. Now it wasn't that I wasn't a person who was attractive. I just think motherfuckers didn't like me. That's that's what I think, and maybe that is what attractiveness is uh the ability for motherfuckers to like you but niggas didn't like me bruh specifically women women didn't like me in terms of relations i had a few crushes here and there but never a full-blown relationship and so now i want to give you the context of where i'm coming from right i come from that background um it's just a trippy thing to think about man just being dishonest but it's true the ladies, they saw me as a friend, and they wanted to be a friend with me, and I wanted to bump uglies with them, you know what I mean? But it just didn't, it just didn't happen that way. But, uh, get out of school, right? I'm getting out of high school now, man. All my crutches, my crutches, LMAO, my crushes have, uh, graduated and shit. And I didn't graduate high school. I went and got my GED because I wanted to go straight into making money. You know, I'll talk about that in a different episode. But, um, so I didn't get to graduate with them. So that kind of, you know, pretty much shot my social life right in the fucking face. You know, that just loaded up a 50 cal right in my social life. And that's what happened to my social life. <laughs> so... But anyway, man, the perspective I want to go from is I went from not attracting women in the physical to not attracting women online. And that's a very different ballgame now because now it's like when you start entering this online presence of Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and you don't understand necessarily how to set up a profile to put it in the best way to attract women 
Oh my goodness, dude. It's like, that's a struggle. So I go on Tinder, right? And <laughs> I go on Tinder, man. And I, I look at everyone's profile on Tinder. And all they talk about is their dog. People, these, these women, they're saying, Oh, if you don't have a dog, they don't, you know, swipe right on me. Or, you know, I, I only swipe right with pictures of cute dogs. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yo, I have a cute dog, right? I, I appreciate my dog, you know, my dog, my dog, my doggy dog. And I like my doggy. So I was like, bro, I'm going to upload a photo of my doggy. I'm going to upload a selfie of my dog and I. That's what I do. I upload a selfie of my dog and I. And the reaction I got, man, was piss poor at best, man. It was not anything to write home about. I probably got maybe, I would say probably 10 total matches in the space of, of, of two years, you know, which, which absolutely blows. Um, but then I started thinking deeper. I'm like, okay. If I'm not attracting them on Tinder, maybe I can attract them on other social media. So Instagram, I just never understood the flow of Instagram, I'm be real. I know you upload photos and shit, and I know the photos are supposed to be like expressions of who you are and stuff, but it's like, brada, all I can upload is like consciousness memes. That's all I upload on Instagram. You can follow me at Daryl Unleashed, you know, link in the description uh, below, but this Daryl Unleashed, D-A-R-R-E-L-U-N-L-E-A-S-H-E-D. That's right, totally spelled Unleashed without any effort. So anyway, I couldn't get the flow, man. Same thing with Twitter. I didn't understand Twitter until recently. It's very complex, right? Someone's probably listening to this shit thinking, dude, I understand. I don't understand those either. But Facebook, oh man, I love Facebook. I loved it. I still love it, you know. Facebook is where I connected with my deep, deep, deep soul family. I made the most meaningful connections of life on Facebook. And so then I started trying to apply the love filter over Facebook. And to any of my friends listening, I want you to really pay attention, man. I was a guy in this conscious community, right? And in the conscious community, there's a lot of amazing, wonderful ladies in there. So then I develop a standard. I'm like, yo, if I want to date a person, they have to be at least as awakened as I, right? They have to be on my level or passing my level so I can wake up further. And that's where I fucked up because the second you come from that perspective, every friend request you receive and every friend request that you send becomes an instant question. And this question is, I wonder if this is the one. And it comes from that desperation energy that you're like, you're like searching for the one. And it's like, dude, that shit sucks. I'm be real. You do that shit and then you end up attaching emotions and feelings toward people. Like for example, when a person starts commenting on your posts a lot, you're like, oh my god, this person must like me. Matter of fact, I think they love me. And you're like, bruh, I'm in love. And it's the stupidest shit ever. Because that person never 
expressed any interest in you at all and you're going to attach all these emotions onto a person who doesn't fucking know you exist beyond an app right so then the concept of love became really weird to me and i remember earlier i said i had one girlfriend one ex i don't like using the word ex because to me a girlfriend that i've had is, is always my girlfriend in some capacity right that now moment still exists so when i say the word x the only time I'll, I'll ever really say it is if that bitch died or some shit you know what i mean and that's really an x at that point you know what i mean but anyway i just want the word x um but i had a girlfriend man and i found her through facebook right and she was spiritual conscious lady amazing woman and she had one major flaw that was beyond her control and it was beyond my willingness to participate in that relationship basically i couldn't settle i couldn't settle on that because i only had what no girlfriends before that point so i wanted to explore way more uh relationships before i committed or settled with that one flaw that she had and the reason i'm keeping it very vague is to respect her and um even though she probably blocked me on all platforms <laughs> but still i'm a respectful motherfucker what can i say so that worked in a sense that was my first example of what could be for love right and then that, that that changed the game for me because that perspective changed the game i was like wow this love shit is actually feasible right it's it's, it's attainable it's not this floating invisible substance from which all things come from it's a actual practical thingy that you can manifest so that's what that relationship did for me it grounded the idea that love is a possible thing you can do it. Shit, shit, shit can be can be done. Um, it's possible. Right? It's possible. So, man, um, when it comes to love, I think the number one thing is divine timing, and that is really it. Now that I see what I've done in the past and how I've been, I would say foolish. You know, just kind of figuring out my life and stuff. I understand that divine timing is very important. When you want love so badly, you're willing to settle. And the second you settle, that's when you open the possibility for toxic relationships. And let me tell you something, cuz you gotta remove all those toxic relations. Because that shit is flawed, bro. You don't want that. Mm -mm. That That's not good. If your love isn't pure as fuck, if you're not waking up in the morning happy as shit, to be in that relationship then um you know that that has to go period you know you can't allow that manifestation to be there if it's not raising your vibration in some capacity um absolutely not <laughs> you know so toxic relationships are real right abusive relationships are real I'd rather be single than to be with a girl that can't really see me for who I really am. 
you know and that's facts and i think a lot of people here would agree you'd be like yeah daryl that's fucking facts dog you know so but what i mean by divine timing is i mean that divine timing is pretty much when preparation meets opportunity okay so you have to prepare yourself and then when the opportunity arises you know that you've done everything possible to be ready to receive that love you have to heal that past trauma from your exes heal all the past sexual trauma that you've had if you've been sexually um, abused in the past you know you have to work and heal that even though it's not your fault you still have to heal it because only you can do that um, there's a lot of things that we can work on our bodies you know eat, eating better you know I was vegan for a full year you know I enjoyed that absolutely did uh, only reason I converted back was due to finances but um, um, I absolutely would encourage all of my listeners and fans and lovely family to start working on yourself because let me tell you something my dog when you work on yourself my dog the benefits are unlimited <laughs> and that's facts the benefits are unlimited meaning you will never find a cap to how good you can feel when you work on yourself that's the most rewarding thing in life 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 that is like oh my god eee. <laughs> what was that noise anyway working on yourself is is beyond the idea of just improving it is the idea of being someone new you can truly be a new presence like you ever travel after being home for like a while many 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 years home and you just travel and you come back and you have this newness in your vibration you just feel this vitality of life oozing and spreading and expanding in all areas and directions that's what I'm talking about that's a newness you are a new person a new being in those moments and you should feel proud of that you know but you can get that not by traveling well yes by traveling but not only by traveling you can get that just by upgrading your mentality upgrading your vibration choosing different thoughts you know doing different things reading different books consuming different stuff but let's talk about at this now moment my current perception of the one or a girl being the one um for me at least i think the girl that have to be the one for me would be a person who works on themselves daily heals constantly provides openness and communication this complete brutal honesty i'm talking about if i make her a salad and that salad was ass I want her just to tell me, yo, this salad was ass. I'm not eating this shit no more. Um, you know what I mean? That shit might hurt at the moment, but at least I know if she's honest about the bad salad, then she's going to be honest about <laughs> the major stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> it all starts in the little things. Um, a race? She doesn't have to be a particular race, man. I'm attracted to all you motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, that was a confirmation, but my phone, my phone's like, yeah, he, he likes everyone. But, um, man, perfect girl. I'm really trying to think right now. For me, she would definitely have to be 
kind and caring. Man, guys, yo, I apologize for these phone notifications, bro. I should have put my shit on silent before I did this podcast, you know It's okay. Um, I know that she has to be, um, you know, just this lady that's so caring. Like, having an open heart and not afraid to be in the heart space. Not afraid at all to explore the higher depths of her being definitely has that um there's many other qualities just touchy-feely you know i love a person who's touchy-feely and stuff you know what i mean um and a person who just knows themselves because i feel like i know myself 100 percent i mean maybe not 100 but i know myself enough that i can say that you know and I want a person who also shares that quality. So that's my one. But for you, it may be different. Maybe you're an introvert. You don't want someone who's so touchy-feely and shit. Nigga, get off me. <laughs> I'm reading the book. Why you, why you rubbing my leg right now, my dog? <laughs> I'm trying to read. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. You know what I mean? Um, but whatever you want. I want you to get clear on it and that's the point that I'm trying to make I want you to get clear on your one and this next thing I'm going to talk about completely contradicts what I said before but fuck it life is full of layered contradictions and onions that are layered and stuff onions of wisdom <laughs> onions of wisdom <laughs> but um don't be so specific that when the right one comes you fucking throw her away or you ignore the blessing you know what i mean and i say her because i'm coming from a guy's perspective but you know this is applicable to women of, of course of course just you know what i mean apply it to your own shoes you know what i mean so a lady who um displays most of my qualities would i would also accept but i wouldn't settle with someone who has deal breakers and i want you to set up standards for yourself that you know your deal breakers you absolutely know maybe you're a very clean person and this this particular uh, partner is not as clean right you would have to understand yourself if you're willing to compromise if they're willing to compromise or if you're both willing to come to some sort of agreement that you live in different spaces you know what I mean but regardless I want you to have these these boundaries that you're not willing to cross because ultimately your vibration is very important it's muy importante, you know? <laughs> it's very important to have a good vibration at all times. Just to feel good, feel happy and all that. You know? I, I wouldn't sacrifice a good feeling vibration for anything. When I get in a relationship, I want that relationship to be so pure, so honest, so loving, so kind that my vibration skyrockets to whole new frequencies. I want to be raised by the vibration. I don't want to be cluttered by the vibration or in this constant state of worry over the vibration, you know, or muddying my vibration, I should say. So that's very important, guys. Understanding how the person truly makes you feel and co-creating on that level. So let's talk about sex. How the hell do I transition like that, bro? So let's talk about sex. Oh my god. 
sex is sex important in a relationship man i guess so you know i'm gonna be real i haven't had much sex in my life but i would assume sex is very important in a relationship so i can't really speak about sex but what i can say is um i know for a fact you can tell if that person really loves you by the way they fuck you you know what i mean that shit is just it's just facts you know the passion will be there if they really really love you so i guess you can use that as an indicator but um or or not right i know probably there's some guys who are plain jane in bed and have really good intentions for you (laughs) so i guess it all just depends but you can tell regardless if they're making an effort you know but one thing that's very important as well i want to talk about about sex is sex is very much connected to our energetic bodies it is a method of transfer of energy and i want you to understand this two people come together and they make a baby that's a huge portal of energy that's manifested from sex so energy is massively being transferred during sex so safeguard your body safeguard your dick safeguard your vagina don't fuck strangers please don't one night stands are not worth it i don't give a fuck what no one's talking about you know people say oh you know let me just have go on tinder and have a one night stand and everything. nah don't do that shit because you don't know that person's working on themselves you don't know if that person's actually putting in the healing and heal the sexual trauma and heal all the pain they've, they've been through and, and their muddying past and you know all that is necessary it's necessary so don't be fucking everybody all right (laughs) chill on that (laughs) i'm gonna be real your vibration is so important you know your vibration is majorly majorly important majorly important because that's your manifestation core that is the center from which all things come from in your life so if you fuck that up literally fuck that up then bruh bruh what you gonna manifest from dog so well, moving on how can you tell or i should say how can you prevent someone from cheating on you that's very important now the the best way that i can think about to actually prevent someone from cheating on you bro my phone blowing up again i apologize but the best way that i can think about to, to prevent someone from cheating on you would be to know that person's true intentions from the jump i believe it is possible to know a person's true intentions and trust them from the jump meaning if you really really connect with that person you can understand who they are if you have any doubts from the jump from the beginning then most likely those doubts will manifest in some way shape or form because their energy does not lie i want you to be completely honest with your perception of that person don't just shield this idea of i love them so much they'll never hurt me no i want you to look from a very transparent point of view get out get out that lovey-dovey shit out your eyes get out the heart emoji from from your eyes you know what i mean now i want you to look with the emoji that's like kind of looking like with the glasses i want you to put on the glasses you know (laughs) so meaning you can tell Let's be honest, you can tell if a person truly fucks with you and it's like, yeah, this person is never going to hurt me. I can tell they won't cheat on me. Um, anyone who says they can't, 
I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? You need to work on your intuition. And by working intuition, I literally mean you need to stop not listening to that shit. Because your fucking intuition is always on point. I don't give a fuck what you did. Intuition never lies, you know? So stop not listening to your intuition and start listening to them to that. Because that is your indicator. That's really how you prevent cheating. You know, a person will cheat on you if that's who they are. Period. If that's not who they are, then they're they're just not gonna do it. And there's no uh, there's no big formula to that shit. The the biggest formula there is is pretty much understanding who that person is that you're dealing with and what their true intentions are. And that's that's it. Um, what else? What else? Oh, also, I want you to understand this as well. The number one thing that destroys relationships that I've seen is money right it, it is money I, I know i know you guys are thinking that shit you're like yeah 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 i'm gonna talk about it too money finances i'm gonna be real right i'm gonna be real money is not everything in this world trust me it's not but the thing is you can express yourself a lot better if you have financial confidence so what i'm saying is um don't be so discouraged if you find a lover who's not financially stable right but i want you to to ask them about their plans to become financially stable if they have a vision or project maybe a business they're working on trying to work on creating profitability or uh positive uh income right allow them that space that time that energy to work and develop and see their progress you know ask them about it be curious about it ask them about their job all that stuff you need to be comfortable with that person enough to ask them the hard questions about finances because finances it really does help it does help like for example i love if i love a girl and i absolutely love her i will bring her flowers i'll take her on random vacations i'll buy her a car you know call it what you will but if i'm in a relationship i know that person's true intentions and if they're real and i'm real we're real right you're probably thinking at the car one you're like oh no dude don't do that but you know i'm i'm thinking from a very abundant point of view because i do plan to be very abundant so i want to have my expressions of love be abundant as well and that's another thing too be careful of people who date you for your own your money that is that's something that happens in this world i know you i know your intention you're not like that i get it I feel you, you know what I mean? But just because you and I aren't like that doesn't mean the world isn't like that. So just, like I said, find a person that you can be honest with from the jump, feel them out, feel their intentions, look into their soul and just feel them at a core level and just love it, you know what I mean? Love them, feel them, connect to them, understand who they are. I'm telling you, I understand people from one picture. From one picture, I can understand something from a person. Not everything, absolutely not. But I can understand some things just from looking at a person. So if I actually deep down talk with that person and have a conversation, oh man, I'm gonna learn so much from that individual. It's gonna be effortless, seriously effortless. So with that being said, man, I think we talked about a lot I want to say thank you for listening to Daryl Unleashed. Ooh, round of applause.
<laughs> I love you guys so much. Do me a favor. If you really fuck with me and you like this podcast, I want you to share this episode or a previous episode with someone and ask that person to share it with someone who they'll also enjoy this episode. Because by doing that, first of all, it's free. Second of all, you actually help me a fuck ton. I'm not going to lie to you guys, but you sharing this with someone else, you're actually going to help me grow a lot. So I would greatly appreciate that. You know what I mean? But only if you like me. You know what I mean? Only if you dig it. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate you. I love you, soul family. I really do. All y'all my niggas. I don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic, or whatever. All y'all my niggas. I fuck with y'all for life. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, I love you guys so much. I'm going to play some intro music or outro music, I should say. Peace, love, and light to all my reflections. And I will honestly see you soon. Mwah.